Shalom to all. Today we're learning Masechus Yivamas Parak Bay's Mishnah Zayin and Mishnah Ches. And today's Mishnahs are being learned Beschos Esther Bas Rachel. She should be zayich to find Rizivah Kahagon Bekarav Mamish. And with this Mishnah, we continue talking about a case of Kiddushin Misafik, just slightly more complicated than the previous Mishnah. So the Mishnah tells us Shnayim Sheketu Shteachayos. We have two people that were Makadish, two sisters. Now these two people were not brothers, so we're going to call them Ruvain and Shmoli. Zayin Edei Zukidish Zayin Edei Zukidish. Neither of them knows which one he was Makadish, so therefore Zenos and Shneigitin Vzenos and Shneigitin. Each one has to give to Gitin, because he has to make sure that he's divorcing the woman whom he was Makadesh. Now let's say Mesu, these two men, Reuven and Shmoli died, Lozeach Lozeach, Reuven had a brother Shimon, Shmoli had a brother Toli, Zechaz Lashtehen, Vzechaz Lashtehen. Each brother has to do Chalitza to both of them, because they both have to ensure that they're doing Chalitza to their brother's wife. Now let's say Lozeach Lozeach Shnayim, this one had one brother and this one had two brothers. So Reuven had a brother Shimon, and Shmoli had Toli and Sroli. So Ayachid Chalitz Lashtehen, the single brother, meaning Shimon, he's going to do Chalitza to both of them, Vashnayim, and the two brothers. Brothers, Toli and Sroli, Echad Chalitzav Echad Miyabim, one does Chalitza, and now the remaining brother could do Yibam to the remaining woman. Now let's say Kadmu Vakansu, they decide to get up and they married them, and might seem Miyadam, we're not going to take them away because there's no real Esther over here. Now to add one more layer onto the case, let's say both Reuven and Shmoli had two brothers. So Reuven had Shimon and Levi, Shmoli had Sroli and Toli. So this one's brother does Chalitza to one, and the other one's brother does Chalitza to one, meaning Shimon and Toli are going to each do Chalitza to one of the women. And then the other brother, who wasn't yet involved, is going to be Miyabim, the other one that got Chalitza. Namely, Levi is going to marry the one that Toli did Chalitza to, and Sroli is going to marry the one that Shimon did Chalitza to. And that's obviously if they want to. If they don't want to, they could do Chalitza. Now let's say, Kan Mushnayim two brothers got up and did Chalitza. And in this case, we're talking about two brothers from one side. For example, Shimon and Levi did Chalitza to both of these women, so Lei Yavmu the other two brothers, Toli and Sroli, can't do Yibam, one of them has to do Chalitza, and the remaining ones lie to do Yibam. However, if those two remaining brothers, Toli and Sroli, got up and married them, we're not going to take them away. And moving on to Meshnaches, the Mishnah starts out by telling us, it's a mitzvah for the oldest one to do Yibam, but if the younger brother jumped in, and he did Yibam first, so he's Zaycha. This comes from a Joshua in the Pasuk. The Pasuk tells us, And he shall take her for a wife and be miyabim her. And it will be the Bachar that's born. He's going to be established on the name of the brother who died. However, the Joshua is putting the comma in a different place. And the Pasuk's read as follows, And he takes her as a wife and he's miyabim her. And it will be the Bachar. Meaning, it's a mitzvah on the Bachar to do Yibam. However, if a katan, if a younger brother does Yibam before the older one does, so he's in that mitzvah. He chapped around. Now, from here until the end of the parak, which is another two Mishnayas, we're going to be discussing a number of similar cases. So, number one, If there's a rumor that a man lived with a shifcha, meaning a not-Jewish maidservant, and then she was freed, turning her into a full-fledged Jew, or there was a rumor about him that he lived with a non-Jewish woman, and then she became a Giyaras, he should not marry her. Now, there's no real Esther in him marrying her. She's a full-fledged Jewess, so he's technically allowed to. However, the reason why the Chamim said he shouldn't marry her is because there's a Pasuk that tells us, which means that a person should be very careful not to do anything that's going to cause people to say bad things about him. And over here, there's already a rumor about him that he lived with a shifchor with his nachris. And now if he marries her after she becomes a Jew, people are going to say, see, it's true, he really did live with her. And that's why he married her. So in order to prevent people from saying bad things about him, he shouldn't marry her. However, if he did marry her, we're not going to make him divorce her. Now the following case is different. If there's a rumor about him that he lived with a married woman, not his wife, somebody else's 
wife, and they took her away from his hand, which means they forced her husband to divorce her because it was Adam that proved that she actually did live with this guy. So even if he does marry her, we're going to force him to divorce her because he was Mizana with her when she was a married woman. So he's not allowed to marry her after she gets divorced. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow's mention of Tess and Yud with similar cases. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.